Day 269, day 282, since, yes, uh, Joey promised he wouldn't abandon Americans. Uh, how you loving this stock market? Isn't it great, this wonderful, bumpy ride down uh, that we've been experiencing? Yeah, 401ks. How many times did I play Donald Trump saying during the debate to Joe Biden, if your economic plan is adopted, this is all going to happen. And he said it with pinpoint accuracy. Sad but true. Um, Before we get started, a lot of speculation about whether Elon Musk would lift Twitter's ban against Donald Trump. Uh, Today, uh, Musk made it official, uh, Wall Street Journal reporting, that I do think it was not correct to ban Donald Trump. I think that was a mistake because it alienated a large part of the country and did not ultimately result in Donald Trump not having a voice, said Musk, who was speaking virtually at a Financial Times auto conference. Uh, Mr. Musk called the ban a morally bad decision saying permanent bans undermine trust in Twitter. If there are tweets that are wrong and bad, that should be either deleted or made invisible and a suspension, temporary suspension is appropriate, but not a permanent ban. He said that banning Mr. Trump eventually would amplify the former president's voice among the right. And Mr. Trump has said that he is not planning to return to Twitter and is focused on his own social media venture called Truth Social. By the way, our numbers on Truth Social are going through the roof. If you haven't downloaded the app, it's been for a long time now the number one downloaded app in the App Store. And I'm very happy about its success. And and I, I think Twitter is abandoned. And, and to Musk's credit, he even acknowledges. He's like, this place has become a liberal bastion where he really wants a freedom of speech bastion. I don't think... And the funny thing is... is Never particularly struck me as being a, a conservative. Um, anyway, we got a lot of ground to cover today. Let me start with the economy. Um, now, first know that we're expecting CPI numbers tomorrow. So the fact that Joe Biden wants to talk about inflation today is not an accident. And, you know, among the many things Biden is out there saying, our economy is on the move. That is just a lie. And I'll explain that in detail in a second. And, of course, the the typical blame, blame COVID, blame Putin for inflation, a 40-year high. We've debunked this with graphs, and I'll do it again tonight just to show what a liar he is because we had 40-year inflationary highs long before Vladimir Putin even put a single troop or any military equipment on the border with Ukraine. So he's been lying about that, excusing his horrific policies that caused all of this the whole way and looking for excuses. You know, and then he's got this very cute little other lie that he tells. We've produced more oil domestically in in my first year in office than Trump in his first year in office. Uh, That negates the fact that Donald Trump handed him energy independence and and America being a net exporter of energy. It doesn't matter what he did in year one because he inherited the horrific energy policies of, of Joe and Obama. So there's no comparison, but they think they're very clever by saying it that way. And he pushes his green new energy agenda yet again. Remember, it was Joe Biden that artificially reduced the supply of energy, the lifeblood of the world's economy. He did it because he's giving in to the climate alarmist, religious cult, new green deal, radical socialists that run his party. And he's not he doesn't have it within him, nor does the party have it within them to retreat from these extreme policies of theirs 
you know, it's central to why we have a 40-year high of inflation. And now today we have news we're setting new record gas prices, as I predicted. Okay, sure, the uh, strategic petroleum reserves, a, a million barrels a day, was a Band-Aid for like three or four weeks, and that's it. Now they got to fill up the reserves again. And it didn't do anything to reduce, uh, on any significant level, gas prices, because we're now experiencing even higher gas prices than ever before. We're setting new records. Then he tried to go after Rick Scott. I noticed that Rick Scott, he's not taking this sitting down uh, in any way. And and he literally said, you know, uh, Senator Rick Scott says, Biden's not well. He's unwell. He's unfit for office. He's incoherent. He's incapacitated. And he's obviously confused. Uh, Biden, I think the man has a problem. <laughs> no, he really doesn't. Uh, Rick Scott's plan is is ultra MAGA agenda. They want to raise taxes on 75 million American families. That was in reference to a comment that he made that everybody should have skin in the game and pay something. That's what that comment was, meaning, you know, you've got now a large percentage, 57 percent or whatever the the population that doesn't pay a penny in, in income taxes at all ever. So you've got your full, complete redistribution of wealth. Uh, and you have your socialism in place, and they just want to make it four times worse so that nobody can make any money. And then they got their full redistribution model, which we know leads to uh, unfulfilled promises, more poverty, more misery, and zero economic growth. Anyway, Biden claiming he reduced the deficit by $1.5 trillion this year. He's, he makes these numbers up. We'll debunk this tonight. He does this weird whisper. Joe whispers a lot. He whispers. He started, well, come on, man. Come on. Are you a junkie? Are you, come on. Come, come on. Uh, anyway, it's just bizarre about gridlock in Congress. And then, of course, last week he started saying, you know, the good old days, you know, you used to be able to, even with segregationists, you know, disagree with them. But then you go eat lunch with the segregationists. I'm like, oh, my gosh. This guy is so out to lunch. I shouldn't laugh because it's so frightening. I never anticipated MAGA Republicans taking over the party. I never anticipated radical, extreme, new Green Deal, climate alarmist cultists, religious cultists taking over the Democratic Party. Uh, anyway, won't make predictions when inflation is going to stop. But remember, they're the ones that said it was transitory. Here's what it all means. And pay close attention to this, because the Federal Reserve is now warning that the transitory, we were told, Biden inflation crisis is now posing a serious threat to the entire United States economic system. Let me read to you from the Wall Street Journal. Elevated, persistent inflation coupled with a sharp rise in interest rates are among the greatest near-term risks to the U.S. economic system, the Federal Reserve said uh, yesterday. Further, adverse surprises in inflation and interest rates, particularly if accompanied by a decline in economic activity, could negatively affect the financial system, the central bank said in their latest semi-annual financial stability report. A combination of higher inflation, rising interest rates could weaken the balance sheets of households and businesses, leading to an increase in delinquencies, bankruptcies, other forms of financial distress, the, the Fed said. Households could be affected by job losses, higher interest payments, a reduction in, in house prices caused by higher mortgage rates, and decrease housing demand. By the way, all of this is absolutely happening and it's going to get worse. Here's my prediction. I told you a long time ago, I don't like the stock market. We're due for a correction. I didn't tend to be too wrong there.
The Biden stock market now crash is slamming retirement funds. This also in the Wall Street Journal. State local retirement funds starting the year with their worst quarterly gains since the beginning of the pandemic. Things have only gone downhill since. Losses across both stock bond markets delivered a double blow to funds that manage more than $4.5 trillion in retirement savings for Americans, te- America's teachers, firefighters, other public works. These retirement plans returned to medium minus 4.01% the first quarter. That means they're losing money. That means that the retirement money, you're not making money off your investment. According to data from the Wilshire uh, Trust Uni- Universe uh, uh, Comparison Service, uh, expected to be released uh, today. It's a tough period, according to Jay Bowen, who is a manager of the Tampa Firefighters Police Officers Pension Fund. Nobody's immune. The simultaneous decline in stocks, bonds are inflicting pain on household institutional investors uh, alike in 2022. The S&P has returned minus 13.5% year-to-date through Friday. Bloomberg points out U.S. aggregate bond index, largely U.S. Treasuries, highly rated corporate bonds, mortgage-backed securities, return minus 10.5%. Good luck. Everybody, who's getting killed here? The poor, the middle class, and people on fixed incomes. 13 states, by the way, have now sued Biden over his war on domestic energy. We've got to win this battle. If you really want to end inflation, why is everything cost more? Why is it inflated? In large part because of this this climate alarmist religious cultism that they cling to. As if we can't destroy the planet. Even if it means that you're going to have to pay higher prices until we find energy independence with green energy. What green energy? What is it? Is it windmills? Is it, you know, uh, uh, where are we going to get the energy from? Because there, there is no technology yet that can replace oil, gas, and coal. Gas prices now, AAA pointing out, according to the gas calculator, national average cost, gallon of gasoline, 4.374 uh, cents a gallon, the highest ever, according to AAA. So gas prices are going higher. Soaring gas prices, National Review points out, uh, means that the oil cost, the average American household may pay almost $2,000 more just for gasoline in this year of 2022. In addition, we estimate that the average household is currently spending at least $1,000 according to seasonally adjusted annual rate, more on food as a result of rapidly rising grocery prices. That's $3,000 less money than households have had to spend on other consumer goods and services. And by the way, diesel fuel, you know, those trucks that get everything to every store we go to, they're the ones that deliver everything we buy at every store that we go to. Yeah, they're paying more than they've ever paid for diesel. You know what that means? The truckers are making less. No, that doesn't mean that. It means the trucking companies are making less. Nope, that's not happening either. It means you bear the cost uh, because they have to increase the price to, to move their goods to the stores if we want to have full fully stocked stores so we bear the burden of that how many times have i said corporations don't pay taxes nobody wants to pay attention they don't more americans concerned biden's inflation is eroding their standard of living gallup survey published yesterday found the percentage of respondents worrying about how they pay their bills has jumped eight points in the past year Almost more than 52% are now concerned about even maintaining their standard of living. And that's just the start of things. I mean, and, and Joe's answer, 
By the way, he's he's out there today because we get the CPI numbers tomorrow, and he doesn't want to have to talk about inflation tomorrow because we're going to have another 40-year record high, whether it goes up or down from last month. It doesn't even matter. And, you know, and he's and it's ridiculous. He starts talking about the, well, we're going to lower the cost of gas and energy and achieve energy independence. You had energy independence and you abandoned energy independence and you're not going to do undo the damage you've done because you're beholden to your extremists. Lowering other everyday costs on American families, reducing the deficit by asking large corporations and the wealthiest Americans to pay their fair share. And we're going to lower prescription drug and health care costs and lower food prices by helping American farmers grow and compete more effectively. None of this is all gobbledygook nonsense. This is nonsense. This is not, that's not an economic plan. That's not a plan to battle inflation. You could say it's your top, my top priority. You wouldn't even recognize it was a real problem until, you know, well, it, with, what, eight months into this in, inflationary period, actually over a year into this inflationary period. No, it's only transitory. Yeah, some transitory. All right, speaking of money, we're on the verge of a recession. It's important that all of us do everything we can do to save more, spend less, and we all, please, I urge you to protect your finances, your investments, do everything you can to come out ahead. One way, I want you to get a free, no-obligation mortgage and debt consolidation review from our friends at AmericanFinancing.net. Now, my friends have used AmericanFinancing.net. Thankfully, they locked in at a good rate. They closed on their new home. Couldn't be happier. And right now, we're going to look back a year from now. And if you didn't, if you don't lock in at the new rates now, you're going to regret that you didn't because it's going to be that much higher. Anyway, so even, by the way, your high interest debt, they, they'll review all of this for free for you and give you options, maybe save hundreds, maybe thousands of dollars a month, maybe tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars over the course of your mortgage. Anyway, they'll talk about your entire economic picture, debt consolidation and your mortgage and refinancing and consolidation. 866-615-9200, 866-615-9200 on the web, AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, NMLSConsumerAccess.org.